We're on again. We're on. Back in the uh, the upstairs studio. We're looking very blue today. Looking very blue. Looking very yeah, Eiffel the 65 up here in the, yeah. uh, the wormhole studio. And we are very excited to be joined all the way from Sydney by the man behind some fucking incredible vocals. We were yeah. literally just talking about it before we uh, hit the record button. Mr. Matt Banks of Haraway. Thanks for jumping on, Thanks man. Thanks for coming on, dude. What's happening? Blue 42. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, there let's we go. Fuck. Yeah. That song's going to make a resurgence. Someone was saying that the other day. I think it was AJ, my brother, was saying like, as soon as like that blue song gets put behind a TikTok and goes like viral with teenagers now, we're all fucked. Well, wait, didn't gonna... they only semi-recently like kind of re- do that melody i heard it somewhere recently really? someone yeah. stole the blue melody someone stole the melody some shitty r&b fucking but they even they even song. did the same like lyrics too oh, not God. the whole way through but the chorus was i have a blue house with a blue window <laughs> oh, anyway we're sidetracked <laughs> anyway i'm anyway. on the fucking six percent vbs right now oh i was gonna say i thought it was a victoria bit but then i was like do you yeah, it's the new, it's no, the new we don't fucking, really but no that's why i tried it <laughs> We normally shit on anything fucking Victorian, yeah. but I do like things oh, with VVs lots of- are just fucking horrendous anyway. Well, oh, this 6% is okay. not too bad. I'll I'll give them their- Don't let any fucking Victorian hear no, us. No, I know, right? Fuck um, it. You know, it's Adelaide and Sydney right now, so no one from fucking Melbourne's probably listening, but if yeah, you are, yeah, that's it. I'll give you the 6%. I like yeah, high alcohol it. content. Well, what so. do you normally get around for, for drinks, Matt? <laughs> yeah, what's the Sydney? What's There's no Sydney Ooh. fucking mainstay beer really, is there? Foster. You know, Stagliato. The fuck is that? Yeah, what the fuck? Negroni, Stagliato. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Negroni. Right. Yeah, no, okay. I fucking hate Negronis. Yeah. The first time I tried one was with Ryan Shu from Polaris, and wow. I vomited it. Up. Oh, really? Didn't like, didn't get around it. After. I don't like them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not like a huge drinker. Like I don't not drink, but yeah. I'm just I don't drink very much. I'm like not super into beer. I'm yeah. more of a, I like Canadian clubs. Yeah, CC's classic. Uh, love a cheeky cider on a hot day. Yeah, uh, ginger beers. I've been really fucking with yeah, the Brookvale Union ginger, ginger beers. beers. Yeah. yeah. So you're so you're uh, a CC and dry kind of guy. Is that hundred percent? Yeah. Or if we're just going straight to cocktails, I'm getting a Long Island iced tea. Yes. Oh, yeah, I love it. So That's so lit. Our casino here in uh, in Adelaide, like they they've got this like chandelier bar where they do these fucking off their head Long Island iced teas. And if yeah. I'm ever in the city and someone like floats the idea of going to the cast. I'm like immediately at that bar getting one of those fucking Long Islands because they're just they're, they fuck you up. Yeah, so they much go and heavy. They just taste dude. so good. They go fuck hard. Yeah. yeah, that's what you want. Anyway, this is a- not, anyway this is not an alcoholics podcast. That's all right. But, that's um, all right. It's always good to get sideways uh, a little bit. Um, we wanted. We obviously start all these pods when we've got a music guest right at the beginning. Uh, talk. Uh, you're obviously a vocalist, but talk us through your, I guess, musical journey. Can you play an instrument? Did you play an instrument growing up? Where does uh, Matt's musical journey begin in life? Uh, it basically begins in what year five, when my brother, older brother, went to high school and started music class, and then was like, took my dad's guitar. Like my dad had this, like, I think it was called. It was like a major mayo or something like Mayonnaise? Mayo, like Gibbs. It was a Gibson, uh, oh, okay. a Les Paul body. Yeah, but it wasn't like a Gibson. Um, okay, 
and he took that to school and was like came back home and was like you're buying a bass and you're gonna learn how to play bass i was like okay cool. so they started you on bass i started on bass yeah right and then it was an easy transition because it was just like um i learned bass i learned fucking i went to like jazz jazz studios in Campbelltown to learn they taught me um another one by Sadust and like Classic. all those kind of like standard whatever. Then my brother discovered LimeWire and we started listening to like I think it was like Cannibal Corpse or like Cattle Decapitation just or some straight shit. From like an, from another one by Sadust to can- Cannibal Corpse. Fucking brutal shit. Yeah. And like Bleed the Sky, they've made a comeback. Um uh and like yeah, just random metal bands that he yeah. was getting introduced to by his friends at school. And, and Bill then... Clinton going, I did not have sexual relationship <laughs> with that well, woman. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and then um yeah, we just fucking went from there into like learning Trivium. Trivium became oh, like fuck the yeah, band. Dude. It was the band that got me into like transitioned me from like, you know, the used and uh Blink one eighty two and all the like kind of like edgier like yeah. Lincoln Park, those early stages into actual heavy. Yeah, everyone's I got guess. one of those bands, right? And it's yeah. either Trivium, Bullet for My Valentine, yeah. Betray You, or Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, yeah that's know. it. Yeah, yeah. One of them is in there. There's basically. I, I feel like most people like either liked Trivium or liked Bullet. No one. I liked both, but yeah. Yeah. you definitely had a favorite between the two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, and then. Um, one of the kid, one of like my mates at school, heard me doing like this a whisper scream thing, and then they were like, "Oh, bass can scream!" And then it just I somehow transitioned into being the screamer because I was so deprived of attention as a child that any slight <laughs> bit of attention from anybody I just jumped at. So. The fact that I was now the cool kid who could scream, I was like, fuck yeah, I can scream. Yep. Yep. yep I yeah. can do this for yeah. sure. And then um, became the screamer for oh, no. every band ever in my high school because yeah. it was like I was the only kid who could do it, except one other dude, Douglas Mason, who could also, who could inhale scream. So, oh, inhale is just a dangerous man. Brains. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but no one knew anything about that shit back then. It was yeah. just like, hey, we can make the noise with our mouth. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's. Yeah, you're going. That's kind of the journey uh, yeah. to like get into like screaming and all that kind of shit. I fucking sucked back in the day. Like oh. when I was first starting out, I'd blow my voice out. I'd scream until like I couldn't fucking speak. So yeah. do, do you find that you, you're damaging yourself these days? Because we were literally well, just before sitting here saying that your uh, maybe like mid to low scream, maybe or low, right? Sounds like CJ McMahon from Die Art is Murder. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, after a, a while, it was when we were tracking uh, Bloom in a Dark Room. Because we went to the States for that. And really? Shit. I had worked really hard on like trying to condition my chords and that so that I could get over there. I had heard how they kind of track things. Like I had got a lesson with CJ 
And he was like, yeah, when we were recording Hate, I had to do all the vocals over like two days. Wow. So like, oh, eight, so eight, like 12, 10 songs or something in two days. And he's like, I was vomiting. Oh, you would be, shit, dude. But like, was just... Especially so I, and because we were recording at the exact same place they were recording, I was mentally preparing for that kind of like um, workload. Yeah. And then... Um, I blew my voice out after like the second, the the first song we tracked, like Ugh. nailed it. But I was trying to learn how to pitch scream on the spot. And yeah. if you don't know what pitch screams are, it's what I do in the chorus of sleep. Yep. Yep. Um, so final letter, originally the chorus I wrote to have pitch screaming instead of singing. Um, but, and like we did it, but at, at the cost of, my chords being completely ruined by the next day. Um, and then we ended up scrapping it anyway and singing oh, over fuck's it. Oh, fuck's sake. Really? Um, Shit. Yeah. And then um, well, coming back from then, like once we got back to the States and like knowing I had to track the vocals back in Australia, I was like, nah, like never again is this going to happen to me. Like I refuse to let this. Like I'm, I'm squashing this problem now. So I started getting lessons with Dave from Bellhaven. Okay. Um, and I've been getting lessons with him since what we were, we tracked that in 2000, end of 2015. So 2016, I started my lessons with Dave and I've been doing them ever since. But wow. there was yeah, a right. point there where we couldn't really figure out what I was doing wrong. Um, okay. So I ended up hitting up Melissa Cross did one or two Skype lessons with her and then flew back over to the States in 2000, I want to say 17, end of 2017. Um, and yeah, did three lessons in person with her. Some, and then something clicked. Like I just, it's just the way she said something like she would, it wasn't really too much different than what I was doing with Dave. It's just something clicked to make it all make sense. Yeah. She's the goat man. She really is. She is like yeah. incredible. But, um, and it was like so phenomenal working with her. Was um, that purely the purpose of the trip as well to go have the in-person lessons? I wow, went over there so and sick. just fucking, I was like, uh, cause like I was just so determined, like yeah. not, because, like, I like I want to do this full-time. I want to tour overseas. I want to do, like, I just I want to, like, you know, be able to stop working and go tour. I know it's super unrealistic, like, it's a, and it's a really long shot. Like, I'm sure heaps of bands say that shit, but I don't know. You've you just got to like, live it, man. you got to yeah, try. but if you don't set like, that goal as your goal, then what are you doing it for? You yeah. know what I mean? There's no exactly. point setting oh, your goal yeah, like, oh, I wouldn't mind a thousand plays. Like, you yeah, know yeah, I mean? exactly. You're yeah, setting exactly. yourself up for failure straight away. So, um, Exactly, dream big. But your, your hard work's man. paying off, my man, because yeah. seriously, you are yeah. a, a fucking talent uh, yeah. on vocals. So we're not just saying that because we've got to fucking fondle your balls because you're on the podcast, man. Like, we try to be yeah, we try and as be honest as, uh, and yeah. as subjective as possible. And we've, we've just been lucky. Have you ever told anyone that they're fucking shit? <laughs> well, no, it's, well, we've done a few We've done a few reactions yeah. where people have asked us to do reactions and, like, we haven't, like, shit-canned anyone, but we've been honest about yeah. it. And then you I try feel and, bad. You, you try and say it as encouragingly as possible that it wasn't 
somehow they need to improve. Yeah, yeah constructive, that's it, man. man. It's constructive. Yeah. Like try and be yeah. like, you know, this was the thing we picked up with the mix or whatever it might be. But well, yeah, you, you feel bad, reaching like, too especially high when someone vocals, reaches out. Like, we'd love to get your take on this, and then. We give it a score at the end, and you're like, "Fuck!" Like, and then when it, when you're about to release it, you feel bad because like you want to send it to them to be like, "Hey, here yeah. you go." But then you're also like, "Here's some fucking but feedback that you." Might the like. lowest score we've given is like a twelve. Is actually no, it's oh, ten. No, it's the Parkway. I know, it's Parkway. Yeah, New Parkway Drive is the lowest score. New we've Parkway. Given. Yeah. yeah, and that's the real dad rock. Yeah, it yeah, is, man. Dude. Unfortunately, but did you, did you guys it. make the trek over to Melbourne or Sydney to watch? Not first? Not first. No, no it looked fucking huge. They fucking killed it. Yeah, I mean, Brisbane, he blew his voice out, but fuck, they are an incredible band. Oh, like, bro. Just- yeah. Well, look, they're still my favorite show of all time, which I've said on this podcast many times. Parkway's 10 year anniversary here in Adelaide back in 2013. Uh, they were had uh, Adrian Northlane and Crafter Confession as the support bands, and it's my favorite show I've ever seen in my life. And they were just wild. It was at a small venue here in SA called the Gov, and it was just mental. So like they've all. My son's name's Winston for a reason. Like I fucking love Parkway. So to give them the lowest score, score that low fucking hurts me, dude. But yeah. there's just you know there's just nothing. You gotta be we, real. What we man. love about uh, like a lot of the smaller bands that we we interview and we listen to the shit that they're doing. Like people are trying to do shit that hasn't been heard before, hasn't been mm. seen before. You know, explore avenues and ways to make music that's different. And when you listen to these bands that were doing that in their heyday, just play it safe and release shit that doesn't feel innovative at all. You, that's why you get the scores that you get, really, or you get the thoughts that you get from people, man. Because there's just nothing. You're not listening to the song and being like, "Oh yeah, fuck yeah." This yeah, isn't breaking cool. any new ground. You're just like, or I've anything, heard yeah. this a thousand times in a thousand ways uh, before. So that's what you get, man. That's why it's exciting. It's a it's a great time though for for Australia. I think we talk about this all the time, but coming out of the pandemic, yeah. Um, there's just so much good shit coming in Australia right now. It's a it's a wild time to be a fan of of metal for sure. Yeah, 100%. Adelaide just needs to work on buying tickets. Yeah, I know. Yeah, oh, well, so We don't buy pre-sales, my man. Oh, Look, no. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm a bit dicey on this gig as well. I'm going to have a uh, a newborn son that's about two weeks old for the show. Yeah, just so bring I, him. I, I, I only <laughs> haven't bought... Well, it's funny you say that, right? So um, in Hearts Wake, uh, doing their 10 years of divination tour, and yeah. uh, that album is probably my partner's favorite album of all time. She fucking rinses it front to back. Her due date is April 30th. The gig is on the 5th of April, uh, May. She made me buy her a ticket. She's like, I'm either fucking, unless I'm in labor at the time of that show, I'm fucking going. Either <laughs> your mum can fucking watch him for an hour. I'll buy, she's like, I'll buy her a hotel next to the uni bar. So that I can leave for the hour set that I've got to watch of them, or I'm going to go there and bring on fucking, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Bring on labor by watching these motherfuckers. I'm not missing this shit. I'm like, all right, yeah, all with right. a pair of little baby earmuffs. So when it pops out, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, bang it. straight away. That'd be the fucking. I'll take a wet floor sign just in yeah, case the fucking yeah, water breaks. <laughs> I'm like, that's dedication to a fucking album that you love. She's like, they're never yeah. going to play Divination in full again. So yeah, well they're not. I'm fucking going. I'm mm. like, all right. I'll buy you ticket. 100%. But What's I said that little fat Liam. Us. No, uh, no, this is a uh, so there's Big a brewery shed. here in um, Adelaide called Big Shed. This is I'm a golden focus, stout time. It tastes like golden gate it's time. Not focus, it's but... fucking amazing. Is it creamy? <laughs> it is a bit. It's kind of like a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. 
bit stouty, bit creamy. It's not as thick as what you'd expect. It's not like a no. what, what's the, it's not like a Guinness. It's no, like no, Guinness. yeah. Fuck that shit. Not a meal. In a, it's in not a, a meal. Nah, it's not a meal, man. Um, so let's go on back again to the beginning of it. Obviously, we know Haraway is where you are at right now. You said you were screaming through high school. Did you have bands before Haraway? Uh, do you have some cringy band names from back in high school? Tell us a bit more about, I guess, that teenage through to now journey in, in bands. Yeah, I was thinking about this today. But, so like the first band that I was in that had a name was with these kids from school who weren't like into metal. I think the heaviest person, a drummer, the drummer at the time, the heaviest band he liked was like System of a Down. Yeah, okay. And for some reason he was in charge of choosing the name and it was like Mercury 5. Mercury 5? Because Mercury... And his justification for it was like, yeah, so Mercury is like the heaviest metal. Ah. Oh, okay. And, and what's five? You know, there's five of us. So yeah, Mercury five. Okay. That and does sound a bit like, creedy, doesn't it? A bit. But if you just but, went you know, Mercury, I was so that would have been for fine. attention that I was like, like yeah, okay. Mercury five, fuck yeah. And if then you went there was Mercury like two on it would have been pretty that cool. That band was done. Yeah. Mercury <laughs> on its own would have been fine. As soon as you add the five, it sounds like five. Sounds like Maroon Five. Sounds like Maroon, yeah, Maroon Five, yeah. the Jackson yeah. Five, Jackson like five. anything five, five, the be- the boy band, like <laughs> the re- the the one thing that we should have like, you know, really picked up that it was a bad name is when we asked his mum and she was like, Yeah, I love it. Oh Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Change it. You can't get the ticket of approval from mum, can no, you? That's it's not got that's metal. Not for metal. But yeah, that band lasted like two two band practices and we were done. Yeah. Um, and then it was just like high school bands and shit like that. I'm sure me and my brother had a band and I'm sure it had a name. I just can't remember it. And then um, we went to in like year 12, year 11, me and my mate started a band with his cousin and friend called Upon Us All, which I got from the end of Hancock. Oh, yeah. Um, and then that band, like, played a few shows at, you know, there's there was this old venue called um, Lucky Australian Tavern in St. Mary's where, like, it was, like, $15 entry or whatever. And, like, it was, like, a, a dingy strip club thing, but they had a huge back patio, like, the outdoor area that had a stage and shit. And they would just throw on gigs. That's so, so sick. Like, it was so easy to book there. So it was just like, yep, cool. We'll we'll play a show there. And I think we played there like fucking 15 times or some shit. That's wow. so ridiculous. That's killer. Um, yeah, then that band fizzled out. Um, took a break from music for a little bit, like started an apprenticeship and all that kind of crap. And then um, the bassist from Haraway, was in another band and like we lived in the same area in Campbelltown. And then um, he was like, oh yeah, like we recorded at the same place that Upon Us All recorded, like um, check it out. Uh, And I was like, oh yeah, cool. And then he messaged me like two days later over Facebook being like, yeah, so our vocalists and guitarists are leaving. Did you want to come like try out for this band? I was like, yeah, cool. Like, I'll come to a prac. I'm not really doing anything. Sure. Um, and that was called something days. Days. Um, 
Daisy is very common. They love a good day. Yeah, yeah, that was a four-word bear name too. With oh, Daisy, yeah, so you know, classic, real, classic. real, um, fucking probably empires um, or something in there as well. Oh, probably. <laughs> um, oh, dream for this day. That's what oh, dream for this day. There you go, yeah, dream in there yeah, as well. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah, that's funny. It's funny the you mentioned dream the whole dreamer era. Yeah. yeah, it's funny you mentioned the whole four the four word band name because like one of my first bands was called Before the Red Dawn. Oh fucking hell, dude! That's and it's so just like you, you go back. And you're were like, you ah. just like a really big fan of the Red Shore? Yeah, we actually were. Well, yeah, yeah, were, yeah, we actually were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were like, oh fuck, we, we couldn't think of anything cool. And then we kind of looked into the the meaning of like a red dawn, like before war. And we were like, all right, this is this is before the red dawn, like yeah. the night before how you're like about to go to war. So we thought that was kind of cool. But uh, I always love that. What's his name? Jared, not Jared Dines, the other one, the one that does all the parodies. Jared. Oh, ja- oh, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but that's um, Solange. Uh, yeah, Jared Solange. Yeah. yeah. That band that he made that did the swimmer, which is the ripoff of the yeah. thing, but the band amidst the grave's demons is <laughs> yeah, fucking always yeah. just something I was like, how do you like nail taking the piss out of every brand name in one so name well, and amidst yeah. the grave's demons is about as fucking so good, good as it gets. Man. So so tell us about Haraway then. So you guys started in 2019. It was your first single? Uh... That's a great question. Yes, I think so. With Shine, I think we dropped Shine in um, at the end of 2019 in like December or something. We shot a music video with um, Third Eye, Ben. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. And how, and does, that, how like, does that whole band, how does the band come together? What's the story behind the, what's the origin story of Haraway? Um, so we, so we were, that, that dream for this day band became a band called Maybe I'll Live Forever. Mm-hmm. And then... Four names. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we started, like, we, we were we were pumping through tracks. Like, we released a song called um, uh, The Road Less Travelled. And it actually, like, got good traction on YouTube. And, like, we weren't really prepared with anything else like we weren't ready to play shows we weren't anything so then um yeah it got a bunch of traction like locally um and then we we're like fuck we gotta get back into the studio and like record an ep or something just so we have like a full yeah like set to play yeah um so yeah we smashed out an ep went back to the studio um tracked all that shit plotted along for a couple of years and then um we recorded a one-off single after that, and then we were like, we had mentioned to the producer we were working with that we were thinking about going to the states. Like, we just wanted to, you know, really step it up to another level, like prove to any like record labels or booking agents that we were like really fucking committed to this. Mm. Um, and yeah, we we're like, oh, like you know, we'd love to work with like Putney or someone. Oh, man, um, yeah, and then we got hit up by Sonny later on saying, hey, like, we've got this thing with Putney. Did you want to go over with us and, you know, we'll record an album? And we're like, fuck, all right, yeah, let's do it. So then we spent, like, an in, like basically all of 2014 to 15 writing, getting ready, and then 
or maybe it was like you know end of 2014 to like up until like the night before like we were writing as we like before we were heading into the studio in the states um and yeah uh we went over there we tracked the singer slash drummer just went mia on us really? um the band just started like falling apart just cracking under pressure um but like we were still so committed to it um and then we were like fuck it i was like uh, maybe i'll live forever is kind of done like the 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 vocals are too associated like the the brand or band name is too associated with the old singer like mm-hmm. clean singer um we need to like you know we're gonna need to cut that tie start again and then we were like all right harrowway okay like came up did the whole like trying to figure out a new name type thing and then yeah just started working on that put together a whole thing We had like an entire album, but we also didn't want to drop like an album straight away. So we were like, let's release it as a mixtape um, because we knew our sound was probably going to change from that anyway. Yeah. So we were like, all right, here's it. Like, we'll do this as a mixtape. We'll try and drip feed and like all that kind of stuff. Um, it took like two years to get to like the point of releasing Shine. Um, oh, okay. But yeah. yeah, we got there in the end and then we released Shine. We played our first show and then COVID hit in like late 2020, I think. I think that was like the first wave. Yeah, it was um, 2020. Yeah, we had this, yeah, we had like all this content, like songs, like two more music videos to release and a whole fucking mixtape. So we were like, all right, well, we're just going to keep releasing shit because no one else is releasing shit, anything. Yeah. Um, did that uh, COVID, the first wave of COVID restrictions started to ease. Um, we could tell some of the members were getting a bit flaky, um, just like, you know, been beaten down too mm. much by life, basically. Yeah. Trying yeah. to be in a band, it's pretty standard. Um, and then... Yeah, we fucking, I had the foresight to kind of like know that they were going to leave. They eventually were like, yeah, I'm leaving. Um, And then we had our release show as like their last show. But then I was like, one of the guys who came over to the States with us to help us track because we were down a guitarist and all that kind of stuff. This is a really long story. I'm sorry. No, that's all right, bro. No, no. Get it out, man. For sure. We want to hear it. Yeah. And then um, we recruited him and convinced him to join the band. And then we tracked Sleep and Parasite days before our uh, Bloom in a Dark Room release show that we sold out um, in Sydney. Played that recorded like had sleep in that recorded and then the second wave of COVID hit and we couldn't do anything so mm-hmm. we we're like okay but lucky we'd already gone to the studio and recorded everything um then once the restrictions started easing like towards the end of the year um 
we could shoot the music video for sleep uh, because we were allowed to have a certain amount of people in one room. Um, and yeah, it just all kind of like worked out perfectly that we could, we had enough time between uh, Bloom in a Dark Room being released and sleep coming out to let the member change kind of just happen. Like yeah. again, like Haraway was still a very new band, so people weren't super attached to members or anything like that. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was really easy transition. And then yeah, sleep dropped and it fucking blew up. Mm. Um and then yeah, we just started uh, we were like, fuck this, like we're not we're not slowing down. Like there's no there's no fucking breaks on this fucking van. We're yeah. just fucking driving yeah. hundred and fucking eighty kilometers. Fuck yeah. Just logging it. So we just toured and like we just played fucking I think we played like twenty six, twenty eight shows last year. Fucking yeah. hell, that's a uh, which is wild if yeah. you think about it, considering we can only really play on weekends. Yeah, hey like, dude. That's, that's like, like every, every second weekend. every second mm-hmm. weekend, man, you're doing it, yeah. Well, we caught so, a bit of you down here in Adelaide with Patient 67. We were a bit, the room was, we were trying to fucking squeeze into the little fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, cranker there to, to catch, but there was like, we almost couldn't get in the fucking door to, to see anything, but we did see a bit of you here and that was, that was still my favorite fucking show. Like, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. That, it was fucking, that was, the energy in that room was nuts. Yeah. I love that room, dude. That yeah, room has a very special room. place in my heart because I've done about a thousand fucking comedy shows on that stage. But yeah, we could we could barely get in to actually see any fucking band, but we did catch a bit of you, and uh, yeah, it was fucking it was mental, dude. So um, that was that was killer for you guys to be able to do that many shows in in quick succession. Yeah, and like people actually started to give a shit about us, and that was like I think yeah. that was the most that was the most wild thing. Like people cared yeah and like yeah because like you're doing this shit you never know like it'd be the same with you guys like like you're putting something out there you don't really know once it's out there it's out of your hands like you can do what you can to promote it and all that kind of stuff but at the end of the day like if people like it they like it and they run with it and they don't they don't like yeah there's nothing really you can do yeah yeah so that kind of brings us i guess now to where we are today on the edge of releasing your uh, i guess technically it's your second album was it an album or an ep this one coming up this one's an ep so we've been like marking it as a debut debut ep yeah 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 yeah. because yeah we've um we've had a listen man and i'll tell you what as especially one in particular we won't we won't drop any we will try and keep it a little bit under rats like we said but when is this coming out this will be yeah. out before. This will be out before. This will be out. So yeah. I think maybe in a week and a half, maybe. So you'll yeah. have about two weeks after this episode before the album, uh, before the EP yeah. drops. Okay, give him a little, give him a little <laughs> sneak peek. Give him a little sneak peek. Yeah, give him a little sneak. Well, um, what was your favorite then? Yeah, oh, I've forgotten the fucking name. I know it's got burn in the title. Is it burn at all? Burn at all. Burn at all. Burn yeah, right. Yeah, I think impulse was, was was is my is my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the. The hold on, let me just fucking the last is it the last track that goes for fucking an exuberant amount of time as well? Uh yeah, it's like a five and a half minute long yeah. song or something. I was in the gym just like fucking ready just to donkey kick every fucking flog around <laughs> yeah. in the gym. Yeah. Very good, man. I a lot of that last song is 
my favorite song because like I I we really it's really personal. Like, yeah, okay. For, for me. So all right. Tell us about that then. Tell us about that. Uh well, so like all right, so the last song on the EP is uh Once More. Um and so the kind of story with this EP is so me and our guitarist Jem um both have BPD. Jem writes most of the like pretty much all the guitars, like all the music side of things, and then we both collab on the vocals because I'm dyslexic and am yep. stupid. Um, but I can write and yeah. like put things together and like just from years of writing lyrics, I, I can write. But he's better at English so that he and he we kind of work together to like make it work make yeah. things more articulate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but for the most part of like once more that's that's all me. Like uh the except for my favorite line, which is gem, which is the um part at the end that goes they came in forms of incandescent lights, a distant memory masquerading as a shimmering sun rise. Behold the burden as it lays at your feet. I purge the poison from the soil just to swallow the seed. Yeah, um, he wrote that sick. and I was like, holy fuck, that's so, such a fucking good line. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it's basically, it's the ending, it's, we called it once more because of uh, it's named after the movie with Liam Neeson, uh, Into the Fray, I think, mm. or Into the Grey. Um, and it's just basically like uh, every day with BPD is basically a fight. And it, it, for a long time, for both of us, it was a really big battle of like, you know, waking up, having to go through, like, because for a long time, we had no idea what the fuck was wrong with us. We were just Mm. so mentally unstable um, and like just couldn't function really. Like some days we're having like manic episodes and panic attacks and shit like that. And like other days we're fucking high, high as a kite, just couldn't fucking... Yeah. You never knew what was coming. Um, and yeah, those low days sucked and was really a fucking struggle. And it just felt like you were going into a battle again. Um, yeah. So um, that last, but so the EP is called I Don't Want to Be Here Anymore. We wrote it as that, like, we called it that because we knew it had like a double meaning because it's like the sense of not wanting to be here anymore is in like you don't want to be here anymore but for us it was we don't want to be in this place anymore where we are struggling to live like get up every day and like just exist like it's we don't want to be here we want to do like we're trying to improve Mm. our lives we're trying to like just be better learn to live and thrive with you know, the circumstances that we've been dealt um, with this mental illness and, you know, just fucking, you know, really make something of this life. Um, yeah, man, that's cool. 
So that's that's that last song kind of concludes the whole message of the EP of like, okay, we're going into this battle again, but you know, we're going to come out on the other side. Yeah, kind of yeah. that's cool, man. That's I, amazing. I, I, I really like that you've kind of got that double meaning because you could look at it and be like, oh, that's, you know, a, a depression or an anxiety kind of title, you know, but then the way you're kind of framing it and the way you're framing it through the lyrics it sounds is going to be like, this isn't a defeat. This is going to be a victory almost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, the next, the next chapter yeah, will exactly, be yeah. about the victory. Yeah. And that's exactly right. You know, you, you don't want to be in this, uh, that, that, you know, sense of hopelessness. You don't want to be in that feeling anymore. You don't want to be in that. And it's not, I don't want to just be here, you know, physically. I want to actually be in a place where I can go, like I've made progress towards a, a point. And, you know, we're massive advocates for, for the mental health side. And it's amazing how much we, we never knew that the band uh, interviews or whatever was going to tie into something mm. that we were so passionate about. But, you know, hearing that story and hearing you be like, you know, we had no idea what was going on with us. And now we're both like diagnosed and we, we feed off each other and help each other through that shit. That's amazing. And it's so good that you've got something to work on together to and can support each other through navigating something that would be super, super fucking challenging um, to deal with all the time, man. So it's just great to hear that you're in a place where that is the feeling that you have. Yeah. And then you're channeling that into, into the music as well. Yeah, and BPD itself is one of those things like I've dealt with that when someone close to me has had that or has that and it's not an easy thing so i can only imagine for you to go through that polarity what i kind of realized was that polarity where one day you're feeling like oh my god like i I love everything this is so good and then the next day just like that it'll turn around and you'll be at the complete low and i can't imagine that kind of like up and down would be quite uh, difficult especially for two months of the band honestly yeah and yeah it is it's like i've had mental breakdowns over nothing like just ball my eyes out for no reason stay in bed for like have to like drag myself out of bed in the morning to get to work to like try and function i'm like i was always like a high functioning kind of uh sufferer sufferer i guess because like i you know would have to pull it together to go to work Mm. and do my job but then come home and go to sleep, like couldn't function. Like I, that just ra- drained me so much to like yeah, push through, get through the day. Yeah. Um. And yeah, but like yeah, medicated, go to therapy, sorted like have sorted or attempting to still sort my shit out. Life is definitely a lot better. But um, yeah, the EP is definitely a reflection on that stage. Yeah. yeah. Of. It would, yeah. It'd be hard as well having a bandmate and a friend that's going through it and you wouldn't exactly be at the same, you know what I mean? Like you would have days where you're manic and they're, you know, really low and, and you know, days where you're def- definitely like at complete opposite ends of that spectrum as well and having to balance that and like recognize, you know, that he's going through something when you're going through something else and try and, you know, meet in the middle would be really tough as well. Yeah, well, me and Jem have a very honest relationship with each other where like we can just kind of like you know are very open about what's going on and how we feel and all that kind of stuff and sometimes it comes across brutal sometimes it's like you know we're very understanding but you know i love that dude he's fucking awesome 
Yeah, like, and he writes and sick one riffs. of the most talented fucking music, like music composers, like not just like that dude is like the embodiment of a musician. So yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. It's a good man to have. So in we've touched on the past. We've touched on where where with the present, I guess. What do you want for the future of Har- Haraway? Then where do you see Haraway or yourself in, let's say, five years? You got a tour starting in exactly, I think, what two weeks today. Two weeks today, is uh, it? Yeah, so two, well, what? On the tw- we kick off in Adelaide on the 19th of yep. May. Yeah. So, yeah, what's today? I don't fifth. know. What's the, the fifth. The fifth. So, yeah, so, yeah about yeah, a month, something weeks, like yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. About a month. Two weeks, mate. You got 19th oh, is May. only 14th. Of May. Oh, of May. In oh, May. yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. Jesus. May. Fuck. He, he's all frazzled. I, I hope it's not in two weeks. I'm <laughs> yeah. nowhere near ready. <laughs> yeah, a month and two weeks. Six it's, weeks. It, so. The whole having a kid has got him fucking yeah, sideways. Fucking all all is, place, mate. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's fucking... It's all coming together. Um, yeah. I've got a fucking... I went to the point of like making a vision board to put on my wall to like i don't know i listened to a 50 cent fucking audiobook and he yeah, was killer. talking about it so i was like fuck it i'm just gonna do it so like i've got like a haraway world tour poster nice, on there. that's I've sick got fucking lincoln park bring me the horizon amity playing to fucking stadiums i've got yeah. fucking yeah like tour like plane like plane photo window like thingies whole bunch of shit but five years i definitely want to be overseas i want to be touring like internationally all that kind of stuff and like i'm willing to fucking put in like the time effort and you know like we're one of those not necessarily a rare case but we're such a DIY band in the sense that, like, I book those of those twenty six shows that we played last year. I booked almost all of them. Like, yeah. other than the Patient Tour and one of the festivals, I booked pretty much every single. I put like booked and put on yeah. most of those shows. Like, yeah. it wasn't like I'm not waiting around for someone to decide that we're good enough to put on a bill. Like, I don't care whether like you like us or not. I'm going to make sure that where you know who Haraway is because we're fucking everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Like, so yeah. And like all that, like pretty much all of our marketing is DIY. Like I, I learned how to do that shit. I learned how to manage a band. I learned how to book on like book shows and put on shows and all that kind of shit and just went with it. And yeah, we're fucking this whole, I booked the entire tour except for Darwin because that's, uh, Tim from Terrorfest, but, uh, yeah, Terror Loud. So that show is wild as well. That fucking show yeah. with, uh, make them suffer and that up there and in Darwin is going to be massive. Yeah. I was like, we saw that they were doing something. So I was like, reached out to him and was like, can Haraway jump on this? I didn't even know who was on the lineup. I was just like, fuck it. Like, <laughs> yeah, give it a crack. When I yep. play Darwin, and I knew, like, I knew the festival he put on last year was like Alpha Wolf. 
Diamond Construct and Loon. And I was like, he's not going to downsize from that. Like, it's going to yeah. be a fucking sick festival. I'm yeah. like, it, the, there's no better time to play Darwin yeah. than yeah. play on one of these lineups. So yeah. I was like, put us on. I don't care. Like, don't you don't have to pay us. I don't like, just put us on the show. Yeah. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Let's go. That's sick. And then I was like, so who's actually on the bill? And then he was like, oh, make them suffer. I was like, You're fucking like, hell. Shit. Yeah, killer, killer. <laughs> so was stoked with that. Um, Have you been yeah. to Darwin before? No. No, nah, this will be the first time. Yep. That's going to be cool, man. New audience. 100%. Like, yeah. On such from, a we've been thinking about well. Darwin for a long time. Like we were, because we're like, we just use the band as a, a means to travel, essentially. Mm. It's just kind of like, oh, like, you know, where do we want to go? Let's go here and play a show. Like, so, like, we always want to, we want to go to Darwin, we want to go to Tassie, we want to go to Perth. Like, all those places that are, you know, you can't justify going when you're a bigger band because of the cost and, like, whatever you're looking at it as more, as a, more of a business venture than, you know, growing yeah um, right now why while we don't have like a huge crew to, to bring with us or anything and we're just doing it on our own backs fuck it why not like go we're more than happy to go fork out the cost just to experience playing in tasmania and darwin so yeah exactly yeah. man yeah yeah be a wild ass show yeah, that's going to be mental. And I'm hoping I'm going to do everything I can to get down to see you in Adelaide on uh, May 19th. It's actually yeah. the week of my birthday, so it's a good excuse yeah, that'll to get be sick, man. That'll be fucking few sick. Beeries, so I'll, uh, I'll tell the missus, like, look, yeah, look he's going to have to go. For two yeah. hours, fucking stay home. I'm, yeah. I'm going. We'll just bring him with. I'm going to see the boys. Put a little earmuffs on his fucking tongue. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Handball. Yeah, into nah, that, that's, see what happens. show is going to be sick. I'm so keen for that, like... Um, like obviously it's our first time headlining down there, so we mm. were. I was like, oh, I want to put on something special. I know Adelaide's a little trickier to get people to come out to shows, or mm. like at least buy enough pre-sales to know the show's gonna go good. Yeah, yeah. that's um, the thing, man. Yeah. But um, so I was like, fuck it, I'll put on like a little mini fest essentially, um, yeah. and like you know we're bringing the. 2319 boys on the road with us that yep, people yep. were like fuck 2319 at back yeah, fuck yeah yeah and um, it's funny so their then, vocalist is then now in another band you've got on the bill catalyst so is he is he vocals for both bands no so I, well, okay, I don't so know the if, old if vocalist is now the vocalist for Catalyst and uh, 2319 have a new vocalist. Correct. So I think he's going to jump. I was messaging him because he wants to come on the pod soon as well, old Nathan. And uh, he uh, is going to jump on and do some guesties probably for 2319 at that show. But yeah, Fuck he's yeah. only just joined Catalyst as well. So it's funny. So I saw uh, Loon and Relica were here like a month ago and Catalyst had their old vocalist. And then Loon was back with uh, Sedative and within Destruction like three weeks ago. Mm. And then I saw like Nathan, who I've known from heaps of other Adelaide bands, like screaming for, for Catalyst. And I was like, wait a second. I swear I just fucking saw you dudes like two weeks ago. And he's like, yeah, I've just joined like this week and jumped on this show. 
Um, and then, yeah, we were talking about, obviously, the, the the show that he's got coming up for you guys. So it's a mental lineup, bro. 2319 are huge. I've always loved their sound. I've seen them heaps of times in Adelaide. And, um, yeah, Nathan now uh, screaming for Catalyst. He's a, he's a wild fucking front man as well. So you've got a very good lineup worth of people... Uh, of people worth coming out to see. So hopefully the pre-sales is no indication of what the turnout will actually be. Pre-sales are going like better than I thought they would. Oh, that's <laughs> so good. I'm, I'm oh. happy with them. Like knowing what I know about Adelaide's turnout yeah. thing. It always, but, it's um, always just like everyone just rocks up on the night. That's just how it is here. Even yeah. wear like that sometimes, man. Like, yeah, honestly. dude. Yeah. I buy tickets at the door all the fucking time. Yeah. All the time. Lazy piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really want to. I want to develop that whole speed, like that hardcore community, where they can just like. It started like I feel like it's it kind of started with speed, but now it's like kind of grown into, a lot of the other like, uh, like slam bands and everyone who kind of associates with that hardcore scene where. They kind of they're like. Oh, if you're just listening to it over the internet and you're not coming to the shows, like you're not hardcore, like you're not really about it. Like mm-hmm. the shows, like coming to the shows and supporting the, the scene and growing the scene, that that's what makes you like really hardcore. That's like yeah. that kind of thing. And I, I want to try and bring that over to that kind of mentality over to the metalcore scene because, you know, like, yeah, I mean, they're different scenes, but it's all under the same umbrella, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. One big thing that I've noticed is, like, basically almost because of coronavirus, though, has been that, like, the whole lack of it for two two or so years, so many more people are like, I just want to fucking get out and go see this. I just want to go. I just want to get out and go. There's so many more people that are just, like, actually getting out and going now as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool, but it's also, like, everything got flooded with shows mm-hmm. yeah like there's so many things I, I was i was so i was fucking stressing the entire time being like oh, we're gonna clash with someone some there's gonna be some fucking massive show come up that's gonna clash with like they'll be playing the exact same cities the entire time like this tour is on and it's gonna fuck us completely yeah. but we missed everyone missed it like we we miss um Thornhill, Thornhill's tour starts like halfway through ours and like starts in Darwin yep. and in um, Tasmania. Uh, Make Them Suffers starts like opposite kind of like it just didn't clash, which is mm. fucking awesome. That's um, good, yeah. And then oh, I can't remember it, someone else, but yeah, I was stressed out about that. Um, I was like, Amni, you're going to bring out a tour soon and I bet you it's going to be exactly where we're <laughs> yeah, coming out to her. It's yeah, going to be... Yeah. Fucked. But uh, no, we missed everything. Everything's like nothing's classing. So I know nothing's on that night. So you cunts that out there, nice, yes. come to the fucking shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We well, I've been sharing the flyer. Yeah. I've been trying to put in the work as well as a like a side promoter to help you guys. So I'll fucking... I'll Sil- silent promoter. So well, I appreciate it. Promoter, it's like, it. you don't, I don't, we don't really have any, uh, like, oh, we've got, uh, Will, uh, who runs, who books Unibar. He's, uh, and does, uh, Dropout Fest. He's yes. also, he was, so when I was told, he was, I was told him about the show and he was like, 
fuck, I'm putting on a show that same day with Vex um, and another Adelaide band. And then he was like, what about you just put Vex on your show and then, you know, we'll just scrap that show and I'll just promote your show. And I was like, yeah, I'm cool with that. I'd rather not have another show mm-hmm. on the same night. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we we kind of merged the two shows together and that's what made the kind of like mini, mini festival. festival Sick. That's what happened and with the Relica Cranker, and Cranker Loon as well. were like, fuck, that's a big lineup. And like, as long as you can fit it between uh, like 7 o'clock and uh, 12.30, go for it. Like, yeah. Absolutely we fuck can. yeah. Mate, i got to fucking piss quickly or I'm literally going to actually <laughs> really? pass out. It's so bad. <laughs> I'll be back in one second. Keep talking. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. So oh, we'll, we'll continue. that's me. We'll continue anyway, bro. So basically, you were saying, all right, in five years' time, you want to be able to be touring overseas. Now, were you thinking more of going towards Europe or going towards the US? What, what were you thinking? According to our Spotify streams, we are really, like, big in the US. Yeah, Um, okay. I would like to thank uh, Hardcore Keem. Yeah, he's um, a legend, man. He's so cool. Orion and everyone else who's fucking promoters out there, Brendan Breakdown. Um, Yeah, we're, like, our international audience has grown dramatically. Like, we're still, the biggest cities are still Australia. Yeah. Like Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane. Yep. Um, but yeah, our, the our international audience has grown fucking ridiculous. Like I think we're at like this today. We're at like twenty two thousand monthly listeners or something. Fantastic. Yeah, that's so good. So that's fucking out of the water. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So we honestly we'd probably hit this. But then like, just so we can tour, I'd like be so keen to do an Asian run. Yeah, I've heard wild shit about Asia. One of my friends actually went on tour. He he did sound for uh, a night in Texas, and they did an Asian tour. And he reckons it was wild. Like one of the shows in China went the fuck off. They they played a a festival in China with all the other deathcore bands, and it was just absolutely lit, man. Fuck yeah! Who was it as well? We had um, Scott from Amicia. And his yeah. last band went Indonesia. It uh, went to yeah, did like Bali and yeah. Indonesia, and he said that was some of the wildest shit he's ever been a part of. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been talking to uh, a couple of Asia Asia promoters, and like I don't know how I'm going to go about it, but I, I'm going to be like, put us on, yeah, send us on a tour, dude. yeah, want to go, and, yeah, and it'd be sick just to get over those places anyway, because places like Japan and you know stuff like that, it would just be so cool to visit anyway. Yeah, hundred percent, and like even like New Zealand, like just easily accessible international tours, yep. like because yeah. it, it, it's honestly it's the biggest killer for America and Europe is the flight cost. It's so yeah. fucking expensive, yeah, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then you've got to like you've got to pay for extra luggage as well to lug it all out, like your gear over there. Um, like we we're lucky in the sense we run digital because like you know we yeah. have set ourselves up to if that opportunity ever comes up like so- sooner than we expected, we're ready to go. Like, yeah, and these days um, with hardware units like you know your Axe Effects or your Quad Cortex or all that kind of stuff, it's just so easy yeah. to have a consistent tone across and you're just bringing something that's this big you know what i mean so it's 
You don't really yeah, it's like... only an issue when you play a venue that fucking doesn't have a very good sound uh, PA system. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, you if you can find out about the venue in advance, you can always like tee up to have some cabs brought there and just run it all run it through cabs and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, if but, you have yeah. to, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. but hopefully, we... yeah, America, Europe, yeah, will be on the books That'd at be some killer. point. That'd be killer. Well, you guys have got the talent for it. I think uh, I'm very excited to see what's next in the in the Haraway chapter. And as I said, I'm going to be doing everything to come down and fucking donkey yeah. kick someone in uh, in a month and two weeks. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, not two weeks. I'm going to yeah. rock up in two weeks. A fucking cranker, like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the fucking band? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. uh, I reckon I reckon it's time for a segment that we've fucking neglected for a few we've weeks. Neglected now. it. I think we'll uh, song of the week. Song of the week. Song of the week. So this is a segment we forget about every fucking two episodes, (laughs) but uh, what is a song that you've just been absolutely thrashing for the last week or so? Can you think of Well, I've been listening to so many fucking podcasts. Oh, Um, okay. Pod of the Week. Never had a Pod of the Week before. New new segment, Pod of the Week. Uh, What we did on the weekend. I've been trying to catch up with the uh, local scene. What's going on in the scene. Yeah. Probably fucking uh, Current's new single. Oh, fuck Ooh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Alone. yeah, yeah. They're so good, um, hey. I've, I've been a massive Current's fan for years now, eh? That, I'm so keen for this album to drop. I reckon it's yep. going to be fucking incredible. I think so. Like, too. I don't know how you could top um, the last one, but fuck me. Just every band, album they've released, man. Such a good band. Yeah. Goes all the way back to Hanging by a Thread. Yeah, Hanging well by a Thread the is the sludgiest bass of all time. Yeah, Hanging by a Thread. We fucking love that song. Yeah, yeah. Have you got a song of the week then, my man? I do have a song of the week. It's the one I sent you the other day uh, by, even though there's two bands by a very similar name, but this is the European version, Alt A Double L T. Yeah. The song Emanate that I sent yeah. you the guitar playthrough as well. Something about that fucking band, man. Yeah. It was, And it was actually, it was the. Uh, it was Josh from Sugar Spine who was talking about. I think he saw them over when he yeah, was actually, living yeah. in the Netherlands. Yeah, and uh, I hadn't actually checked them out. Then they just popped up randomly on the radio of another band, and I was like, "These guys are fucking yeah, sick. They're huge." Yeah, I um, think Paralyzed was the first one I heard by them. Yeah, yeah, mate, amazing. So yeah, fucking shout out to old shout European to alt. alt, not Adelaide yeah. Alt. Sorry, Adelaide Alt, we love you too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's my song of the week. How about you, my man? What have you been? Thrapping? So I'm gonna give my this week to a band called Archetypes Collide. They've released a a self-titled album and there's one on there called Counterfeit. I've never heard of them. And um, Archetype Collide. Yeah, I've been a fan of them for a while now, but they've they've only just been dropping singles uh, and now they've finally gotten out there and uh, delivered a full length. And uh, this this one, this Counterfeit one, wasn't actually uh, dropped as a single. Yeah. Uh, and then I listened to it front to back. And you know how you listen, you're sitting there, you're listening, you're like, ooh, yeah. ooh, like just that, something just stands the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, that was this one for me. So, yeah, Counterfeit by Art Starts Collide for me. Fuck yeah. I love that how the stank next- face moment. Yeah, yeah bro. Loving, just just so driving good. along like, oh, what the fuck is this? That's what oh. happened in Burn It. Uh, fuck, I keep forgetting. Is it Burn It All? Burn It Down? Burn, burn It All. Burn, burn It All, yeah. yeah. Uh, that middle breakdown. Oh, yeah. Right. That's yeah, what yeah. got me. Yeah. In the, Feels, again, bro. in the gym, I was like, I'll literally murder everyone. Right yeah, now. he messaged me. He was literally like, bro, you need to listen to yeah. it right now. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, love that shit. Um, all right, well, uh, that's our that's the recurring segment. Well, let's get into our our final segment that we have yeah. for uh, every guest. The questions, a set of questions that we ask every guest that comes on. Um, with question number one, keeping the theme of music, what is your favorite song of all time? Fuck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> always love that reaction. We always say to everyone, if you can't think of one, give right, us your top give three. us your top three. Because in my head, I'm like, uh, it's, number one's got to be a tribute song. 100%. Okay, yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, that's just a matter of which song to give it to is a real question. Yeah. There's so um, many good ones. My definitely, favorite tribute is From see, Ember to Inferno. Yeah, that's a good song. Fucking yeah, well, song. that's the thing. It's So the trivium song that got me into metal was... Requiem. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Because of that in the bridge part where it's like the it's like they slow it down, do 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 and then it goes into the the that fast like tremolo bit. Mm. Fuck. And like super speeds up and oh, yeah. oh it just gets me. But so good. when you start comparing that to ascendancy, yeah. And fucking I would say pull harder, but I'm going to yeah. go with suffocating sight because yeah, okay. I okay. fucking throw off that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair enough. I was going to say sight by Trivium. Yeah, th- that one's good, but I was going to say I reckon pull harder is my favorite. Yeah, by Trivium. Yeah, I think I just played played pull harder too many times. <laughs> yeah, in high school. you've saturated yeah. it. Yeah, it's just that and um, smoke room. If you got them, just oh yeah, way too many classic, times. Classic, classic. Yeah, not many songs start as fucking hard as "Smoke 'Em If You Got It." If you're nah, trying to scare someone yeah. away from listening to, that's not a song you get someone like that's like on the cusp of like trying to listen to heavier stuff. You're like, oh, here you yeah, go, no. bang, "Smoke 'Em If You Got It." That's someone yeah. who's already in the fucking yeah, who's already in the fray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you go "Smoke 'Em If You Got It." Kind of like "Crooker Banger" by Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea like, you can't just give someone that off the bat. Like, no, you that gotta song you gotta is ease them in. Fucking mental. <laughs> All right, hit him with question number two. Killer. All right, question number two, Matt. Who is your favorite comedian and or comedic actor? Ooh. This is hard because I have so many favorite comedians. Um, I'm going to go Bill Burr. Yeah, Bill Burr. Nice. Oh, yeah, He's so good, good dude. He's just a fucking... It's like, it was like a toss-up between him, Tom Segura... And um, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I'm so excited for Tom Segura's new fucking hour that's coming out soon, man. I, just... I, I bought tickets to his, his recent one of his Sydney shows. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I was like, oh, there's definitely going to be an opening person. Like the, the show is not going to start when it's like, he's not going to be on when the show starts. Oh, don't so tell me. So me and my missus went and got dumplings like sat down at a restaurant yeah we got in 15 minutes before it finished oh, oh. No. i was so pissed oh and that is they were not cheap tickets no no but you know you win some you lose some it'll yeah. go out on netflix well, you better hope now the dumplings the, at least you get to see this like the special fucking you know that's raw. it 
Uh, but yeah, I uh, one of my mates that I do comedy with, he was in the States and got to see him at uh, the Comedy Lounge in um, uh, in LA, Get got yeah. to see his full hour and was like, that was the wildest thing I've ever seen in all my time watching comedy. And I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah, I'm excited. Fuck. So yeah. He's, I want to uh, start getting into comedy more, like going to comedy cellars and shit yeah. in yeah. Australia. Comedy, um, little comedy shows. Like, I've gone to so many with him, yeah. right? I'd go watch him. And like, I was never got like much into, I'd go to the occasional fringe show, but they're actually wild, dude. Yeah, they're, they're so They're actually fun, so man. fun, man. Do you get any hecklers? Yeah, I've had I've had plenty, man. I've had someone. I've had people like vomiting over themselves <laughs> in the front. I've had people like vaping and blowing smoke at me, like sitting in the front row. I've oh, that's had just they're helping just, like, you out, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. That's, it's, it's effect. It's dry eyes. Yeah. It's touching him. I've out. had girls abusing me. I had a. I accidentally told a pregnant woman I was going to fuck her with scissors because she was heckling me. I didn't realize she was pregnant. <laughs> And I said, I'd fuck her with scissors. And then she came up to me after the show and like, she was like, oh, good show. And I recognized it was the same voice as the heckler. And I was like, I am so sorry. She's like, no, I shouldn't have yelled out. I'm like, yeah, you fucking shouldn't have. Um, but yeah, I've, I've dealt with it all, man. I, you, you, you get some fun. Not too much. Like the worst, the thing that I don't like, the most frustrating thing for me is like people that just talk but they're not I'd rather be heckled I can deal with a heckler yeah I well, can't you can deal give with it a, back and like make a comedic correct, segment yeah. out of it but, but a bunch of bitches chat. in the back of the yeah. audience like having a conversation amongst themselves when you're trying yeah, to do comedy and you can't like it's so like when you start singling that out and trying to attack them you just look insecure so you've got to kind of like just either pretend it's not happening but everyone else knows it's happening mm. it's just yep. such a I hate that that's my most frustrating thing I'd rather be heckled I'd rather someone be like you're fucking shit and I can just annihilate that human being yeah. as opposed to like having to address the fucking elephant in the room which is just a bunch of people Yo, having can a conversation you shut the fuck up yeah, yeah legit dude. Like some shows I'll do as well like there'll be at like a uh, like a local show will be like, like a they'll do it in a front bar of a pub but like it's not a separate part so like people are still in the front bar trying to be in a front bar and you're doing comedy so it's kind of like well they didn't they're not there to watch you they're just there to drink piss so I'm expecting yeah. their attention and it's like so I've, I try to avoid doing yeah, that now yeah. where I can but yeah I've, I've done some shockers man but if I can tell you get out to get out to more just local comedy shows and you'll be like fuck because there'll be a lot of people that are just grinding trying to like make their way in in the scene and you'll see some of the best things you've ever seen from just some dude you've never heard the name of before yeah Oh, sick. Definitely worth the time. Should we hit him with uh, question, question number, number three? three? Absolutely. Uh, what Have you meditated before? What's your experience of meditation, if you have? Uh, yeah. Um, I grew up doing martial arts and shit, and it was wow. always a part of martial arts. So, yeah. Um, what did you Yeah, what did I've you meditated. Do? I just, I'm fucking like ADD. I can't yeah. fucking yeah. stay focused long enough. What martial yeah, arts no, did you it's, do? It's, it's good. Huh? What martial arts? Uh, did so you do? I started with like Kung Fu. Yep. Um, and then moved into Muay Thai. Yeah, okay. Still do that now then? Uh, not since I moved closer to Sydney because when I was out in Campbelltown, I was training. Yeah. Um, yep. And like trying, like went into it with like the mindset of fucking being a UFC fighter. Oh, really? Same mindset. Yeah. Same mindset. Haraway. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was like one or the other and I couldn't fucking, 
I couldn't like Haraway wins every time. Yeah, so, music's yeah. more special than fucking fighting, bro. So yeah, I'm like you know I'm not a big fan of brain damage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you you might get what twenty fights max before you 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 concussed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you got to take it serious. You got to love it, and um, yeah, I I grew up with violence, and it's not like. I'd rather not. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was all channel into something positive that you can actually that that is tangible that you can go back to in five years and actually like yeah. listen to it and hear it and you know it's just a whole different thing as far as I'm concerned. So um, it's cool. I think the martial arts stuff is important as a discipline, um, but uh, you know not needing to get your fucking head kicked in in a in a fucking yeah, square circle for for you know. Seven dollars. Couple punters. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. always handy to have though. Like you never know yeah. when you might need it. Apparently, Adelaide's a fucking dangerous place. I don't know where. Well, I don't, maybe going. just because we're from the hood. It's yeah. a, so we don't really know. But, but nah, maybe I don't know. I, I don't really. Know. I've, heard, I've, 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 I've heard. I've heard. I've heard. Salisbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're from. We're from the dirty north. Well, so. we're, it's ba- yeah. That's basically but, where we are nah. now. Basically, I'm in the city. This is the city of Salisbury. So yeah, yeah. Where where your show is at the Cranker? That place is fucking about. That little part of town is about as tame as fucking. Yeah. yeah. You go over to like my, my sister started um like moved to Adelaide this year to start teaching and she was like telling me about fucking the kids are involved with gang violence and shit and it's like a preppy school or some shit it's fucking oh, yeah, that wild surprise yeah me. that doesn't surprise me I yeah. thought that just happened everywhere yeah, maybe, that, maybe we're it's thinking like yeah does, that's just fucking like, the norm yeah. I just didn't expect it from Adelaide dude no, because no, I've, no. I've heard that Campbelltown's rough as guts yeah, dude, yeah oh right. yeah no that's fucking proper yeah like I was like Concerned for my life, catching the bus to school daily. Wow! Oh wow. fuck yeah, it was not that bad in Salisbury. Fucking hell! Is Campbelltown, <laughs> like, is Campbelltown now like fucking Esha Central? Is yeah, that that's rough. That's well, it's always thought. been Esha. That's where they fucking were born. Tied to yeah. Russell, my boy, like, drink like West. Campbelltown and Mount Druitt, Mount and Druitt. Liverpool. What's that? Black, There's a lot of. Bad is there one called Black something? Is there like Black Mount Black or something like something like a Black Town? Black Town. Yeah, like Black Town, Canterbury. Uh, Bankstown, just the whole. There's a lot so. of fucking shitholes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I just happen to grow up in some of them. Yeah, so. yeah. And you don't live there now, though. No, I, I moved close to the city for work. It's just easier than yeah. traveling like an hour. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. That's fair Absolutely. enough. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right I'm going to hit you with question number four. This one's a bit of a bit of a left ball, right? What's one conspiracy theory that you believe in? I don't know, hey. I kind of like never dived into that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Hit me with a conspiracy. As conspiracy, I'm so Oh, we could rattle off so many. The okay. moon, the moon landing was fake. Fucking no. What, what about what it about probably 9, was? About they probably didn't get up there, and then what? like we're, we're definitely up there now. But like, yeah, yeah. At the what? time, they just wanted to say that they were, had beat Russia. What? What's your yeah. opinion on nine eleven? Then there you go, nine eleven. I don't know because my like, as a human, like I would never like kill innocent people yeah. for the sake of like you know starting a war so I could get oil, but mm. it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, that yeah. it was a, a a government job, like an inside job to start a war. I think it seems like something that the Americans everyone's- would do. 
Yeah. Everyone's at a point now where they're like, look, I don't want to believe that that's what it is, <laughs> yeah, but, but that's fuck, it, I would not be like, oh, gasp, just, surprise. Yeah, there's if, just so yeah. much fucking It's like evidence, the aliens. Bro. When they started telling people that there was fucking aliens, everyone's like, yeah, yeah. you kind of knew that. Yeah, yeah, legit, legit. You haven't done the best job ever of covering yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hit him with another one? Yeah, all right. Uh, question number fuck knows what we're up to now. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Ooh. Um, my granddad used to always tell me, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I like that. that. I like one, that. And, like, that's kind of, like, the mentality that I've taken with Haraway, too. It's yep. like, if this is going to happen, I you can't wait around for other people to make it happen for you. You have to do it. Like, whatever it takes, you have to do it. Yeah, It's, it's all kind on of, you. It's kind of, like, the opposite of, like, it's if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, which is, like, a very common one. But that's very, like blase like well if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen like you've got no control over it whereas this is like no if it's meant to be it's up to me like yeah you're the driving force behind the outcome that you're looking for so if you want yeah. that go and fucking get it a hundred percent yeah that's, that's really killer cool, man. i that's really killer. like that well i'm gonna hit you with the second to last question and then we'll have one more and then we'll be we'll be donezos what are three things that you're grateful for today uh my amazing girlfriend. Um, shout out. Shout out Rebecca Williams. Woo! Yeah. Yo, give her the full <laughs> name and everything. Doxing her on the money <laughs> on oh, the pod. That's <laughs> no, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you won't accept your fucking request, so you Yeah, that's exactly right. Get a- She's um, already got this absolute hunk of man meat who can scream his ass off. She doesn't need your request. And he knows Muay Thai. And he knows Muay Thai. Yeah. And he's from oh, Campbell Town. Campbell Town. <laughs> fucking C Town 2558, brother. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Campbell Town, we don't fuck around. No. Nah. Five double one four from the baby. fucking hood. <laughs> um, yeah, my family and that were fucking here to face another day. Yeah, fantastic. Man. I really like that one, man. Fantastic. Really like that last one, absolutely, bro. We are here to face another fucking day, and it's and it's wild, and we get to sit here and talk shit about stuff that we fucking love, like music, man. And um, yeah, hundred percent. I just fuck, that's why we fucking love doing this podcast. Like mm. every one of these uh, guest episodes. Well, two is- years ago when we when we first started, or three years ago when we first started yeah. this, we didn't think that we were going to get to have chats with so many cool people from all around Australia and in bands that make fucking wicked music too. So like, so quick what, little, so quick little side note on that on that topic, right? So obviously yeah. the the podcast is called Wormholes. I don't know if you're familiar with the volume song Wormholes, but that's yep. the that's the reason for it. Now, even when we called it Wormholes, we didn't know this is what it was going to become. Well, uh, Volumes put a post up a little while ago and uh, they're supposed to be touring Australia. And yep. I commented on the post and I was like, when are we getting announced dates? And right at the time, Volumes, the page liked uh liked the the comment and then commented we're trying to reschedule dates now and then i replied to that and said you've just made me the happiest man in the world well i woke up this morning yeah and michael barr has liked my post and the comment 
that I put afterwards, like we named our podcast Wormholes Podcast. Afterwards. Yeah. So I just got these random, like, multiple notifications from Michael Barr this morning. That's sick. He's the OG fucking yeah, streamer as yeah, well. Yeah, that's so sick. Fucking hell. I was like, our goal is that, you know, eventually we will get Wormholes on the podcast. Uh, sorry, volumes, volumes on, on the, the podcast. podcast. That's the full Fuck circle it, moment it happen, for man. us. So It'd be so sick. Them yeah. uh, liking our comments, uh, just planting the little planting seeds, the seeds us that's getting it. volumes on the pod that's eventually. We're hoping I'm like, sure that'll come out eventually. Well, that was supposed to be here. When was it? It was last, May last year, I reckon. Uh, nah, August, I think it was. August last year, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and then the, the tour got can't or scrapped, but like didn't get... We've still... Hasn't been refunded, so yeah. we're assuming that we're either going to get it a refund. It hasn't been refunded? No. No. Nah. So they because it was just supposed to be rescheduled, but it's now April. I swear they they like officially. Oh wait, no, no, they didn't officially cancel it. They just yeah. yeah. Oh no, I think they are. Yeah, they they're coming back. Yeah. I think I, I I got told something about this that I'm not allowed to say on this. Yeah, podcast, well, so. someone <laughs> yeah, yeah, little okay. birdie told me something about. They're one of the supports on the rescheduled date, so yeah, we will. I won't say any more than that as well. Yeah. But fucking fingers crossed because they yeah. are top of my bucket list. Of yeah, bands that I because yeah. they were here last time they're here is like 2014, and I reckon I got onto them like that was with month. like Periphery or something, wasn't yeah, it? Was it really? So, yeah. That would have been a sick show. And I'm I wasn't like fully on them at that point. Like, yeah, so I no, just neither was it, I. And then got into them fucking hell hard afterwards and now they've obviously not been back so i reckon it would have been 2014 2015 when i got into them for her like yep. edge of the earth and then yep. no sleep as well so <sighs> so good man. Yeah. yeah so good well hit it with the final question all right que- the final question of the questions uh would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses and why I've had a pet duck and they're fucking mental. So a giant fucking duck doesn't sound fucking real good. Yeah. I feel like I could fuck up a hundred duck-sized horses. Yeah, just like Muay Thai fucking But if you're sitting to- here telling me that a, a, a one duck- so Don't try- No, fuck duck you. duck-sized duck- been, This motherfucker's been having everyone pick the giant duck lately- now, if someone's finally I mean, coming back to the horse I feel like you could side. definitely push over the di- giant-sized duck, <laughs> but all it's going to take is, like, a fucking... To the one face. One peck of death. Yeah, one big peck. One big and peck and gone. it's all over. Fair enough. Fair Whereas enough. the horses, are, as you, they're going to have to assemble, they're going to have to fucking plan, they're going to have to articulate. Like, what Whereas- are they going to do? Chew my, chew my uh, shoelace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you're just going to be fucking spin kicking them through walls left, right and centre. Yeah, <laughs> but I can also just like really quickly build a fence. Yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> we Fortnite. Haven't had, we haven't had any... Fucking, uh, any man plays yeah, Fortnite. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Who knows or alternatively, walk inside. Close the door. <laughs> yeah. A giant horse-sized duck is going to break the glass. Yeah, but, but these little tiny horses are going to be naying shit. at the fucking door. Yeah, doing little scratchies. <laughs> They're going to be waiting for you, scratching at it. Yeah, yeah. just fucking, yeah. just cute, really. Yeah, that not would a be pretty, yeah. not a threat. 
Well, man, well, uh, yeah. Matthew, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. We really appreciate it, man. I'm super excited to see you down here in Adelaide. I'm really excited for everyone else getting to get their ear holes around this EP. It is, um, it's fucking mental, and there's a lot of really good sounds coming together on there. Um, yeah, I think I think you guys are gonna fucking absolutely take off out the stratosphere when this one drops. And I'm proud to be a part of the Haraway Street team. So if you're listening to this, you've checked out the band. You want to be a part of the goodness get into the street team as well and um yeah man i'm i'm thank you so much for coming on thank you so much for having me guys i really fucking appreciate it hopefully we do get to see you in adelaide but yes you know are we definitely planning on being back down multiple times so well as i said if everything goes to plan stops playing Adelaide once we get too big because of ticket sales. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, well, actually, we still sell like, I mean, this yeah, is the thing. We, yeah. we often like, when, when bands get big enough, we often sell out even sometimes before the other states. So like yeah. Polaris will come down here. They sell out every single fucking time. Like, so we can sell pre-sales and sometimes quicker than other states. We just have to, you, you just yeah, have to it's build just that, that groundswell. You have to build swell. that core following. We have enough yeah. people. We just are fickle and fucking, Speaking. we make you come to us and <laughs> impress us before we are wilding out with the pre-sales. Speaking of core, core following, Matt, tell us where, or tell everybody where we can catch Haraway. So obviously you're on Spotify and whatnot, but what are your social handles? Uh, that's a very good question. <laughs> I think Facebook is just Haraway because... We picked the name because there was no one else called yep. Haraway. Yeah. Um, so Facebook is just Haraway. I think Instagram and TikTok uh Haraway Music. Yep. Um, and yeah, band, we're on fucking everything. Like, except Twitter. I haven't figured out Twitter yet. Yeah, you don't really I'm need not to. too sure how to navigate Reddit. We'll get there eventually, but I can only do so much. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. bro. And You're tweets. already hustling hell. We, I don't think we've even got We get a Twitter? No. Nah, we Someone was telling us recently we should get back on there now that yeah, Musk fucking, is. Fucking save. Musk is at the helm. We've already got enough yep. things to post, so. Exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. too hard. Exactly. Went all right. We've got a producer doing all our shit for us. And shit yeah, starts, exactly. You know, then we have to worry about it. Yeah. You're the man. Behind all the fucking hard work, you don't need to be posting to 12 places. Yeah, that's it. That's why the fucking Instagram thing that's like, yep, yeah, post on this and this and this and this, like from yeah. one thing is the best. Oh, yeah. Fucking oath, man. Yeah. Well, all the best for the release on the 29th of April. Have I nailed that? Fuck, I don't even know. I think Come it's on, yeah. he know it. <laughs> It's eight days after Bernard Orr drops, which is on the 20th. So. Okay, so 28th. Fantastic. Right, 28th. Cool. 28th. 28th of April, stream it in all streaming places. Get, it in it. Uh, get yep. to the tour, check out Haraway. They're going to be doing huge things. And thanks for, for jumping yeah, on. Yeah, thanks again, for man. coming Super on, Matt. Appreciate, appreciate it. it, man. No, I appreciate you, boys. Thanks, man. Peace. Legend, peace out.